0: Okay, thank you everyone for joining. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Tonight we have a live audience. Um, all right, we are. I won't call out the audience. Okay, we are starting this section, um, which is anger. Okay, the Gemara says in Shabbos on Kofim base that. One who tears, rips his clothing out of anger, breaks his utensils, breaks something out of anger, throws away his money out of anger. So it should, it should be in your eyes like somebody that is like someone who worships idols. I'm sorry, the Gumar says like this, because um, this is the Darach of the Sahara, This is the way of the Sahara. He first tells you to do this, then tells you to do that, and eventually a person could come to worship A So you already see a powerful lesson from the Gemara: Avera Gorera Savera. One thing could lead to another. A person starts out with anger, and then it could lead a person down the wrong, wrong path. Um, the question is, though, why specifically with uh, with anger do we say this concept that oh, one thing can lead to another? Today you're breaking something because you're angry. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Um, you know, maybe, can you, maybe you're a little kid, you're working on uh, Legos or something and you are getting frustrated and you just broke it. You know, or maybe you're trying to fix something and you became frustrated and either intentionally or just because you were frustrated, you were working in an irrational fashion and you broke it. Um, that is anger. Frustration, people don't always realize, frustration is a form of anger. Um, so, but why specifically do Chazal say that someone who breaks something out of anger is compared to Avodah Zara because it can lead to Avodah Zara? Every sin, we have the concept of Avera, Guerrero's Avera. Why specifically this, this sin? And The simple answer is because the fact that a person could break something. um, Maybe probably all of us have been there where anger led us to do something that was self-destructive. Maybe we said something we shouldn't have said because we were angry. We did something we shouldn't have done because we're angry. Anger could really distort someone's mind. And specifically, Chazal are telling us that if you give in, if we're under the control of the Yetzirah with anger, then there's no, no limit to chas HaSholom, we are the anger, the anger could take us. So other Haveras are dangerous, Haveras Haveras Haveras, but this Havera, this sin of anger is even more dangerous because it can lead to incredibly terrible places. So that's one idea of anger that Gumar shares with us that's compared to Avodazar because it can lead to Avodazar. We'll explain a little bit soon, you know how this is more relevant than we think it is, leading to avodah zarah. Today uh, we don't we don't worship idols. It leads to, to other things, um, but the Zayar and the Rambam brings, which is interesting because the Rambam would seem to slightly contradict the Gemara. The Rambam writes, it's based on the Zohar, that anger itself is compared to avodah zarah. Anger is compared to Avodah What's the difference between uh, my understanding, at least of the Rambam, the Zohar, and the Gemara I just shared with you on Shabbos, on Kofei, on the, base. the difference is, it would seem, is that the Gemara and Shabbos says that anger could lead to Avodah Not that right now it's considered like Avodah but anger could lead to Avodah But well, the way the Rambam says it, the Zohar says it, is that in it itself, is compared to avodah Zara. So I'm going to give you an idea, perhaps, why anger itself is compared to avodah Zara. And Baruch Hashem, as I'm speaking, um, maybe this list of the audience—that's uh, I'm not sure if they're listening—but but maybe, maybe Hashem just gave me another pshat in in the Rambam in the Zohar. Okay. So pshat number one in the Rambam and the Zohar: Why anger itself is compared to avodah zarah? Beyond that, it leads us to Avodah Zara is the Vart from the Balatanya. The Balatanya says that you're only angry because you're lacking imuna, you're lacking trust in Hashem. When a person believes that this is happening from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is destined to happen, this is for your best, a person would not become angry. So therefore the Balatanya says that getting angry is like Avodah Zara because it's a denial. What's Avodah Zara? that you're denying HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So a person gets angry, they are, to some extent, denying HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is something Merz Hashem will talk about. One of the ways to deal with anger is strengthening our amuna. Whatever we're going through, whatever someone else is putting us through, is from Hashem. It's meant to be. Even though that person maybe did not have the best intentions, maybe that person was not acting the right way, but nonetheless, it's still, everything's orchestrated from HaKadosh Baruch and therefore anger is compared to Avodah because there's a lapse in Emunah nasha. Another shot, our own suggestion to why anger is compared to Avodah is because what happens when a person gets angry? A um, Person gets angry, a person becomes so arrogant, so filled with arrogance, you know, this never never happened to you, never happened to me, but, you know, people have told me that somebody will cut them off on the highway and they'll be so angry that the guy cut them off on the highway, they wish maybe just for a half a moment, but they wish the person may get, you know, hit by something, you know, um, because they're so angry. You know, sometimes we could be angry and wish bad things onto people, um, even though it doesn't really make sense. I mean, j- yes, the person did something wrong, but we're so angry that the person deserves, you know, to uh, to really, really bad things happen to them. You know, we want the person to take a shortcut to Ghana then because the person did something so terrible. Anger makes us so crazy. Um, and it's it brings out our arrogance. That person did this against me. They deserve to DIE. That's it. They did something against me. They, their mamish deserve the worst suffering, worst punishments, because they started up with me. So arrogance is an extreme, I'm sorry, anger is an extreme form of arrogance. And therefore, perhaps Chazal say that one who gets angry is compared to Avodah Zarah. You know who you're worshipping? You're worshipping yourself. Avodah is, is yourself. There's actually a Pasek. Do not bow down to a strange God. And I'm not sure where my source is to this. But this could be referencing this idea. Um, do, not, do not serve yourself. Your own anger is about serving yourself. And that's why it's compared to Avada When people get angry, to illustrate further, the disrespect against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, person gets angry, they can talk, think very disrespectfully to HaKadosh Baruch We've mentioned in the past, that the fact that you're angry against Hashem for doing something to you, Hashem, why'd you do that to me? Or maybe speak worse than that. Um, There's a good sign there. At least you recognize who's potching you. At least you recognize who, who, um, so to say, messed up your schedule. Of course, it's for the best, but um, you're angry at Hashem is a good sign. At least you recognize that it's from Hashem. You got that right. Some people are not angry at Hashem. They're just angry, but they don't recognize it's from Hashem. So you got something right, that you're angry at Hashem. We got something wrong because, because, it's very, very disrespectful. Very disrespectful we are towards Hashem. That shows you where anger could take you. And that shows you perhaps why anger is compared to zara. Anger is compared to zara because you could you, you could serve yourself and you could talk so disrespectfully talkho. The Gemara says in the Daren that when a person gets angry, ina even the Srina, he doesn't, he doesn't even care about the Srina. He doesn't even care about Hashem. That's what happens when a person, when a person gets angry. So that's why anger is, is compared. That's why anger is compared to to Avodazar. i I was thinking as we're learning together, maybe a new shot that perhaps we can reconcile the Gemara and Chavas that says that anger leads to Avodazara versus the Gemara versus a Zayar, versus a Rambam, that anger itself, it itself is compared to Avodazara. Perhaps we can reconcile that in a different explanation. And that is, a person has to see where things can lead them. A person has to see where things can lead them. A person understands that when I get angry, it can lead me to such terrible places. It can lead me to Avodah It can lead me to, 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 to speak out disrespectfully against HaKadosh Baruch, who could lead me to do some terrible, terrible things, to think terrible thoughts. So therefore, you should look at it now as if it's already a Even though right now you're just punching the pillow, you're just tearing something up. Right now you're not doing something so terribly wrong. But you should already look at it as it now, as a because you should understand that this is where it could lead you. And if this is where it could lead you, that means it's already already here. The roots of evil are ready right now when a person gets angry. We think it's innocent. This is a very important lesson which we'll talk about with anger, that we think anger is innocent as long as I don't punch somebody. So if I punch a pillow is okay. You know, I remember as a, as a young child, um, uh, someone, they had these, uh, I don't know, psychologists or someone, social worker come into our class and teach us about anger. And I think they said that you get angry, you could punch. You punch the pillow, and I don't know if that's a Jewish approach to anger. It's definitely better to punch the pillow than to punch your brother or your sister. But um, but punching the pillow is really not the optimal approach to anger. Um, the optimal approach to anger, um, the eventual approach to anger, is to is to really work on not becoming not becoming angry if we become angry, even if we don't hurt anybody right, this is so relevant to those of uh, to those to, to marriage in preparation for marriage so. Uh, a young a young boy man a girl lady thinks like okay I don't have such problems with anger, because even though I do get angry a lot, and even though I do carry resentment against people. All the time, but I never scream at people. I never yell at them. I never do anything to hurt people. I kind of hold it inside of myself, and therefore, I'm good, you know. And we see from this Chazal, not not true. It's not good. Getting angry, you're breaking your own utensil. You're breaking your own your own thing. You're not hurting anybody else. And the Chazal say it should already be in your eyes, like your ove like your over Zara, because it itself is a problem. It itself it is dangerous. What happens? We've spoken about the Chaim Vita, The person's middos are measured by their marriage. What happens? You know now with your with your with your with your brothers, your sisters, your your roommates, or whatever it may be. So you hold it inside. But what happens when you're married? When you're angry at your husband, maybe you hold it inside, which you know but you're not going to be able to be very friendly to your husband if you're mad at him. And chances are, it's gonna come out in one way, one way or the other. So anger is very, very dangerous, very dangerous. Sometimes it's an important lesson, um, a little bit of a frightening lesson. I've seen, you see a lot of people that are very, very gentle, very able, and they, they don't understand that it's beautiful to be gentle, it's beautiful to be able, it's beautiful not to punch other people and insult other people when you're angry, but it doesn't mean that you do not have anger issues. If you walk around angry and you just control yourself or maybe you're afraid to scream at people, you may have bigger, ish, anger, bigger anger issues than another girl who screams every so often because she maybe screams every so often, she lets at her anger, but maybe most of the time she, she's not an angry person. Maybe she'll scream at her husband sometimes, but she's not walking around an angry person. Some people walk around angry and they just don't express it, but it will affect relationships, it affects marriage. So our avoda is not to go around screaming at people, communication is important, but our avoda is is to work on ourselves that we don't become angry, to actually work on ourselves, which we'll discuss the next few weeks, to just to not become angry, to control our inner emotions, that things do not make us angry. Um, you know, parenthetically, just to mention, right? Cu- communication is very important, um, but communication does not work when you're angry. So, m- in many marriages, people, you know, there are two options. Both are very, both are dangerous. I'm not sure which one's worse. One is I'm angry and I scream and yell and insult and speak in a way that does not make the sp- the spouse the ability to to communicate back very unlikely and the other approach is to not say anything and to bottle inside um, until maybe your anger subsides or whatever whatever takes place those are two options both are not healthy both are people that are being controlled um, by anger the the right path is to work on yourself not to be angry and when appropriate which is many times communicate Climb yourself down and then communicate. This, what you did, bothered me. This, I felt bad that you did that. To communicate in a way that doesn't cause the other person to, to get defensive and, and become hurt, to really try to communicate. we you only can communicate if you learn how to master. Uh, easier said than done. Anger is such a difficult midah that the Messias Yashram, he writes, he talks about um, the Midas. And Maseel Sharm says, he says, he brings down the mission in Perki so what does the Mishnah say in Perki Someone who, 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 um, who doesn't get angry often, someone who's hard, Kasha um, Lichais, somebody who's hard to get angry, and he's and he's easy to get appeased. He's called a Chasset. He's called a Tzadik. If it's hard to get you angry, and even once you get angry, you forgive very easily, you're considered a tzaddik. It's interesting, it doesn't say somebody who never gets angry is considered a tzaddik because never getting angry is so unlikely, so difficult that we don't even put that on the screen, not getting angry. Um, again, there are people on that level, you know, uh, I, I personally never, never get angry, but Lomaisa, yeah, I'm joking, But. Um, there are those, there are those that rarely, rarely, or never get angry, but um, it's okay. That's that's not something you're going to try to work towards never getting angry. You're going to try to work towards kasha to work on not getting angry easily and really working on not getting angry as much as possible. And certainly the small things, you know, do not get you angry. You're able to, to overcome them. And the second thing is, that you forgive, which we'll talk about, is you're able to forgive easily, is also a huge, a huge meetup. Anger is, is, so, is so dangerous, like we're beginning to talk about. It's so dangerous. It's dangerous, like we spoke about in marriage. It is extremely dangerous in raising children. When a person says something when they're angry, it is extremely painful, harmful to the other person. It doesn't help that much, the fact that you said it, when you're angry. The person hears it, the person feels it, and it doesn't really make it much better. Well, I didn't really mean it. I was angry. Um, these words are, you know, the muscle we use is, you know, is like shooting somebody, okay? If you shoot somebody, and unfortunately, there have been people that have shot others when they were angry. When a person's angry, they are crazy, you know? may not be worthwhile for everybody to own a gun. When people are angry, they are crazy. And, When you shoot, if someone shoots somebody, and they'll come to court and say, Well, I was really, really angry. I lost my anger for a few seconds, and I regret it right away, but it's too late. You shot somebody. We are holding a gun. Our words are a gun, an absolute gun. Devastating words parents could say to their child when they're angry. You're stupid. You're obnoxious. Okay, maybe you're obnoxious. It's not as bad. But you could say something when you you know a kid you're really really angry and you say things that a child could really remember a husband wife vice versa these these things could be very very damaging so we have to learn learn now we have to learn to, to be able to control control our anger control our anger again if you can't control getting angry so at least don't react when you're angry when you're angry Don't react when you're angry, wait till you calm down and work towards the level as well that you actually don't even become angry. And it's not all or nothing. If you take down your anger from 100% to 90%, that may be the difference between being able to control yourself from saying something to somebody else or your 90% is better than 100%. We can slowly bring down that anger level um, that we have. People get angry at their children. The example we use is your child breaks something and you get angry at them. Why are you angry at them? You're angry at them because of chinach. You're angry at them. So many times people confuse. People want to justify their anger. People want to justify themselves. So people are angry at their husband, angry at their wife. And like, well, I'm right for being angry because look what he did. I'm right for being, look what she did. I'm angry at my kid. Look Look what she did. So I want to tell you something. You could be right for being upset, but you can never be right for being angry. If Chazal tell us that anger is compared to Avodah Zahra, you can never be right for being angry. And you're just blaming the other person that, yeah, I'm angry because of this. You could be hurt because of that, but we wanna work on ourselves that anger is not okay. And if we don't work on this, we are gonna have a, lot, a hard time parenting so many things. People are angry at their child for, For things and they don't even realize that it's not justified but if you have control of your anger you can start to realize that it's not justified but if you're not in control you your anger justifies everything because you're angry you will justify whatever you're doing yes my child deserves to be hit my child deserves to be screamed at because he broke something i have to teach him but that's not why you're angry you're angry because he broke your dish. That's not. You're not trying to educate him. The Vilna Gain says an incredible thing. The Vilna Gain says that one who hits his child out of anger is either the regular same love of hitting anybody. You hit somebody in the street, you're either a love. You hit your child out of anger, you're either a love. It's two love of The reason why you're either is because you're not hitting him because of chinach. You're hitting him because you're angry. It's not called chinach when you're doing it um, out of anger and it's actually worse than hitting a stranger because you hit a stranger okay he's not emotionally attached to you but you hit your child who's emotionally attached to you a person is aver and avera. I just point out since we're mentioning hitting hitting children um, revolve the machabra of alishur revolve advised against hitting children based on the gemara Ma'ikan. the gemara Ma'ikan on yudzayin says that you're not to hit your older child because he's gonna, he's, you're causing him to hit you back. You're not gonna hit a child who's older, it doesn't say the age, it says Benal Gadot, simple child is bar mitzvah age. You can't hit the older child because you're gonna cause them to hit back, the ever losite Mesha. Revolva said that today, you can hit a six-year-old and a seven-year-old, and maybe they won't hit you back now, but they'll hit you back later on, they'll get back at you and it'll cause them to, to rebel guy, other areas. So Revolva said that you're not allowed to hit your children today because today children are not subservient. They don't tolerate being hit and therefore it's gonna cause them to rebel. And the Revolva's held that was, you're not allowed to hit your children today. I know everyone's gonna ask me, what if your little kid runs into the street? Can you give him a little patch? Okay, if you think that will work for your little three-year-old who run, run across the street and give him a little patch on the henti, that's okay. You probably don't have to worry about the child rebelling. Just remember, if you're angry, you're certainly not allowed to hit. And if you're not angry, you're probably not even thinking about hitting. Hitting is not a, is not a good approach. There are many other ways to punish um, that you don't need to use your, your hands. Um, you're better off with a different type of punishment than, than, than hitting. Um, so it's not a good way to hit our children. And, and again, anger is never justified. Um, even if what the person did deserves a punishment, the anger piece is something we need to get rid of. If we punish our children when, we ang- when we're when we angry, if we deal with our spouse when we're angry, if we deal with our children when we're angry, then it's very, very miss. There's going to be a mistake in judgment because our anger warps... Our anger warps our judgment. Our anger does not allow us to f- see things um, clearly. Let's see if there are questions. Uh. Sorry, I'm using a different device, and I'm see if I can do this. Okay. Um, my first question. I'm not sure exactly. Um, not sure exactly um, involved in the question, but the balance, I guess, of of schoolwork. Um, college, I guess, or, I guess, working, balance, and learning musr, and relevant halachos. Um yeah, so you're making a good point. I believe that that women do have an obligation um, to learn halakha that they need to know. Um, they don't have an obligation to learn Torah just for the sake of Torah, although they could, but they have an obligation to learn halakha for what they need to know, and I do believe um, women do have an obligation to learn mussar. Maybe that's my chiddush, because if we all have to serve Hashem and work on our midos, uh, we need Masr to get us there. So, what's the balance? I don't know, but obviously, you know, you know, I'm sure if we dedicate whatever time we can, um, everyone has a different schedule, but it is very worthwhile to dedicate time every day to to learn um, some halacha and to learn some some mussar. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't have more for that. Is a level to control yourself when you're angry, not to insult, even though, I, yes, yes, 100%. It's a tremendous level and it takes self-control not to respond when you're angry. We don't wanna minimize that, that idea, but we do wanna work on ourselves at the same time to really try to control the anger inside of us, not, ju- not just not to react, but to really work on chipping away at the anger that's, that's inside of us. Um, is there a positive phrase you suggest we repeat in order to strengthen our Muna and decrease the feelings of anger? Um, it's a good question. I, I've, I've not I've I've not taken that approach, so I can't really answer. So um, I just want to share with you an idea, which, which which the last question touches on as well. How do we work on having on grudges? Um, so what I would Um, okay. Um, so one thing that helps me, you know, I was telling a buck or something today about, about something that can be hurtful. And he said to me, how do, you, how do you not get angry? And I said, I don't get angry because I look at myself. So I gave an example where let's say a kid uh, leaves, comes to yeshiva, uh, to, to my yeshiva, and then he, you know, leaves It's a few weeks later, whatever reason, and maybe barely, barely says goodbye. So, so I don't get angry at him because I understand that I I have my own shortcomings and um, I have my own shortcomings. And therefore I know I'm guilty of not being grateful to other people in my life. So as soon as I reflect back to myself and understand that I have shortcomings, that to me is the best key. We will talk about it. And that's one of the best keys not to get angry. When you understand you also have shortcomings and you have the same shortcomings, maybe in a different way, and certainly have shortcomings in other areas that, that I find helpful for myself, um, not to become as angry, angry at people. Um, just to go back to the last question, my brother often laughs at the chavrusas I have because it's nothing to compare to a man's schief. Um Well, your, your brother should not be laughing at you, telling him he should learn some musr. Um, but, um, you know, uh, all respect to your brother, um, it's a very, very good thing for, for girls to be, to be learning. Um, very, very, very important for girls to be learning. I don't see how you can, you know, you, 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 um, you have the same obligation to serve Hashem that I do. When you take a cup of water and you make a shakal, you're supposed to be making that bracha just as well as, as I'll make that bracha. When you daven, you want to be davening. You know, the same way, whatever men are doing that you're doing, you're, you want to be on that level. Look at Rebetzin, Kanievsky, uh, of Levracha. Look at the great women that we, we see today who are holy, holy ladies. There's no reason why any lady cannot reach levels of holiness, of kedusha, Um, and very, very likely... Um, many of you may see and it's a little bit a problem you may see that maybe you're more in tune to avodas Hashem than some of your brothers who are, who are learning in yeshiva and um, and the answer to that is not well yeah his job is to learn gemara, and my job is to work on my avodas Hashem that's not the truth that's not the right answer the right answer is that your brother probably needs to start working on his avodas sashem. Not your brother, the one who asked the question, but in general, men have, have an obligation to work on their avodas Hashem. Women have an obligation to work on their avodas Hashem. Yes, guys should be learning Gemara and other things that women did not necessarily learn, but that's but if they're learning Gemara all day, and they're not working on their Midos, and they're not working on their Davening, and they're not working on the relationship to Hashem, then they are they are are missing missing the boat. So you girls maybe are lucky in a way because, you know, you understand that that Gemara is maybe is not your tafkid, and your tafkid is straight to the of Hashem. Maybe you don't need, maybe you don't need Gemara. Obviously, Hashem feels you don't need Gemara learning to get you there. You know, you don't need Gemara learning to get you there. Women have special. Amarel says this as. Um, Maral says this that women have a special Kedusha that they don't need, they don't need they don't need the Gemara to get them the places that the men need to get to. So you can get there with Masr, you can get there with growing, you can get there with working on yourself. The guys need both. The guys need both. If, if, if the guys are just learning Gemara and don't care about their voice hashem, they are missing the boat on, on on their on their purpose in this world. So, anyways, don't listen to the don't listen to your brothers if they laugh at you. Um, and um, you're doing the right thing um, to be working on growing, and they should be doing the same thing. Hopefully they are. Thank you everyone for joining. Everyone should have a great, great night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you.